Welcome to the Get Well, Get Money podcast. My name is Robert Briggs Glover, the ex-fat boy turned fitness entrepreneur. This podcast is about life transformation, body, mind, finances. And I'm going to be using the lessons that I've learned and the lessons that my guests have learned in order to get you guys on the right path towards wellness and wealth. What up, squad? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm doing something very unique right now. I am sitting on a bench in Runyon Canyon. Uh, in LA and I'm talking to my man Noah Kingry who had if you're not familiar with Noah he has a phenomenal transformation story make sure you follow him on IG at the so you, you you can say it my bad Go no ahead. problem it's transformational truth it's spelled it's spelled exactly how it's spelt <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to clarify that nowadays for sure um, so this is we didn't plan much I, I just told Noah whenever we came to LA whenever I came to LA we were definitely going to link up and we made it happen you know so I appreciate your time my dude man you, you know it's funny is you were actually we did a podcast gosh a year and a half ago yeah, maybe, yeah. Or, and you know that was actually the very first podcast I had ever done really and of course it didn't you know I was in the car on the yeah, phone yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. I wanted to get together and do it do it again and because even in that though the value that we were spitting yeah, from both yeah. of us, it, it was you know, a good episode. <clears throat> um, was just it, it got a lot of good, rece- you know, just receipt from people. And, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, so you were my very first. And uh, <laughs> dang, that's dope. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's dope. Um, but from that first episode, you know, if you guys listen, because we're probably going to cover some of the stuff that we covered in the first in the first episode. But that was a good episode. I'll put the link to that episode in the in the show notes. Make sure you guys check that out. Um, but like I was saying, this is kind of an impromptu thing. I just wanted to have a conversation with someone who understands the process of transformation, right? Because the word process, it's a, it's a process. And I I think we all hear the term, you have to respect the process, but if you don't have insight on the process and you don't understand what the process is, it's kind of hard to respect it, right? So with this episode, I want to I want to achieve that. I want to give our listeners some unique perspective on the process of body transformation. So I, I kind of want to speak through the scope of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you had to describe to the people what the process was like uh, in, you know, a few minutes. Right. Because I know it's it's hard to contain that. It's a, it's a it, you can you can it, it's an elaborate explanation i'm pretty sure but if you can contain it to two minutes right now mm-hmm. how would you explain the process of body transformation mm-hmm. uh, i i think body i mean transformation in general i mean it is a process you're right um, but that process has got to be done one step at a time uh, i think a lot of times we you get into a journey let's say for weight loss and you want you're already focused on chapter 30 yeah but you, you're at chapter one, like mm-hmm. you, you have got to build and work into each chapter because as each chapter comes, it's going to teach you valuable lessons. Yes. You know, I, I think that when it comes to um, even going through an extreme weight loss, I, I'll give you an example. So I, I've lost 190 pounds. It took me a year and a half. You go from losing every single week and getting that scale mm-hmm. number and then you're at quote unquote maintenance and you don't know what you're chasing anymore. Yeah. You know, so you, you start to freak out, you know, because I think that 
you're so used to seeing that scale number, you know, and, and I think that through that process, though, you know, it's important to understand that each there each uh, part of the process has a phase. Yes. And the, if you can not take the shortcuts and do each one of those chapters mindfully and intentionally, mm-hmm. it is a ama- you are going to fall down, but it's amazing how it's going to allow you to get right back. With so it. how do people stop themselves from the urge of skipping stages, skip, skipping phases, right? Yeah. So if you, because I'm pretty sure you've experienced that personally and with clients that mm-hmm. they want to expedite the process, give people some advice on how to just chill and, and, mm-hmm. and understand that it's going to be like not be in a hurry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think it's remembering how long you've been out of shape. Yeah. How long have you had these habits that have been there that are extremely destructive? They've been there for a long time. So it's not going to be six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks later that they're all gone, you know, and we were talking about that as we walked up the hill a little bit, but is that I think that it's very, very important, very important for, for as you're going through, you know, this process to, to understand that things aren't going to change overnight. You are going to fail in many different things, but I think every time you fall down, but you get back up quicker, mm-hmm. you build a little bit of a strength yeah. to continue to move sure. forward, you know? And, and I, I think that if it was all, you know, um, if it was easy, everybody would do it yeah. for one, 93% of individuals that lose weight six weeks later, regain the weight. Wow. I believe that 93% is because of that quick fix, mm-hmm. quick shortcut jump yeah. that it doesn't last, you know, it just doesn't last. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So I'm a big believer that self-awareness is one of the most important tools when it comes to body transformation, when it comes to achieving any goal in life period, but specifically, obviously, because that's what this podcast is about. I think self-awareness is important. First and foremost, uh, how self-aware are you? Do you consider yourself extremely self-aware? I am now. Mm-hmm. Not through the process. I mean, sometimes you get stuck in a process and, and you're, uh, you're so fixated on where you're going or what you're doing that, man, you don't even look, stop long enough to look around you and see where you are and yeah. things that you have to work on. And I mean, <clears throat> I say that it is incredibly crucial to have people that are in your life that are going to be a rear view mirror for you mm-hmm. or a mirror for you so that you can actually see and be called out on things and just yeah. be challenged because, yeah. again, we run with blinders on at times yeah. and it is so important to have those people around you that can can say hey like take a step back mm-hmm. slow down you know i think that that's something that's important and most people they don't have that accountability or they don't have that support system not because it's not there but because they stay in the dark to themselves and they don't believe that they're worth or able or capable of actually making that change or yeah you know yeah so so let me ask you this because it's obviously it's your you're living your purpose so your journey was a big part of why you were born, mm-hmm. right? To be doing what you're doing right now, to be servicing your clients mm-hmm. and, and spreading the, the good news of wellness, right? So if, you're, if, you, if that wasn't attached to your purpose, without the self-awareness, do you think you would have been able to achieve the transformation? Impossible. Yeah. Well, l- let me backtrack. I would have achieved the weight loss, 
but I wouldn't have achieved sustaining lifestyle change mm. without that self-awareness. Because so, so, so you would have lost the weight, but you probably would have gained it back. I did it. You know, I, I lost 143 pounds in nine months. A year later, I gained it all back. Wow. I gained 150 back. But why is that? Because my purpose and my motive at that time was to prove everybody wrong that said, what happened so to you this had the dude? Wrong, you had the wrong fuel. You had Absolutely. the wrong fuel. I think that your intention, I think, you know, and I talk to people all the time about find your deeper reason and your why yeah. of why you want to make the changes that you want to do in your life or else they will be short lived. If you're doing it for an ex-girlfriend, if you're doing it for a, for a family member, if you're doing it to get notoriety on Instagram, I'm telling you right now, the minute you realize people don't really care, don't care. that you lost the weight or they that you're on your care. journey, you will feel alone and you will lose your, your sight on what you're trying to do. So, so this is the thing, right? Because I feel like a lot of people, they start with the wrong fuel and I don't have, I don't judge and I, I understand because I started with the wrong fuel too. I wanted to prove people wrong. I wanted to, you know, show, let me, let me show you guys what I, what I can do. Right. But eventually the fuel switched and I was able to maintain. So here's the thing. I think momentum is very, very important. Mm. So whatever it is that is fueling you in the beginning, use it, but use it with the mm -hmm. understanding that if it's, if it's, not the right type of fuel if it's not really about you and health and deeper deeper meanings it's not going to last yeah you trying to get back at your ex that's a good fuel to start with but mm -hmm. it's not going to take you to the finish line yeah you know so so what are your thoughts about that yeah uh, yeah i think it has to transition yeah i mean you you might start off and you want to be beach ready or mm -hmm. you might start off and you want to you know get the girl or whatever yeah it might start off that way, um, but I think that if it doesn't transition midway through, yeah, you know, it won't be sustained. Um, I, I, I think, you know, and that's why when I'm working with individuals or uh, even going back and forth on DM with, with people that I don't even work with, you know, I talk about finding your deeper reason. And you got to dig deep, 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 deeper than the diet, deeper than the uh, exercise, deeper than any of that. You've got to dig deep. So really when you're coaching out. someone, help them find their, their reason, their reason why, right? Mm -hmm. That the, the, the true why that's going to fuel them to the finish line. Mm -hmm. How do you coach someone towards that? Um, I think it's all in a stepping stone process. Uh, you know, at first we need to identify why they're in the place that they are. Mm -hmm. Why are you 356? Why are you suicidal? Why are you dealing with bouts of depression every other day when you're not clinically depressed? Mm -hmm. You got to dig deep and find out so what that is. It takes courage to have that level of honesty with yourself, right? So, transparency. Though, yeah, right? it's, it's, and it's hard. So, yeah. but and, don't, and, and, mm -hmm. and, and that's why I think it's, it's very important for people to be ready. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You have to be ready. Mm hmm. Yeah. I remember not being ready. I, I remember having all the tools, all the resources, but I just wasn't ready. So how do, if someone identifies, listen, I'm just not ready, but they want to be ready. Mm -hmm. how, how could you, how can we help them realize, you know, like, and that's, I know that's, that's a lot of layers mm -hmm. to that, you know, mm -hmm. but what would be your response to yeah. that? Uh, it sounds crazy, but I, I'll tell somebody if they're in the financial place and they are hungry for change, but they just, they, they're hungry maybe at that moment, but they wake up the next day and they're not. So they're not really ready. Mm -hmm. I tell them to give me a chance. And I know it sounds kind of, kind of weird, but I say, give me a chance. Let's work. Mm -hmm. Give me four weeks. I promise you, you're going to learn more about yourself than you ever have in your whole entire life. 
you know and, and i know that sounds like cocky and, and no no i don't want to 100 get it you know? I, I, I agree. Um, but, but i think that weight loss i think that optimal health it has to be more than the scale number or the weight 100%. lost or, or how you're looking man abs come and go dude mm. you know like I, I think people you know all the time you know they're like how can i get a six-pack how can you be a better in your character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? um, Straight up. Or, or, you know, so with people that aren't ready, I mean, I think that, yes, at the end of the day, we can't want it more for them than they do. Yeah. And that's hard. Bro, I was an uh, absolute addict for many, many years. And my family, they desperately wanted me sober. They wanted me sober so bad. And I had every tool at my fingertip to be able mm. to become. But I didn't want that change, yeah. right? Yeah. And, and however... Because I had that support, it propelled me a little quicker to understand the minute I do get on my feet, I'm going to have somebody that's understanding me and can identify with, you know, where I'm at. Yeah. Hold on one second. One second. (laughs) Sorry, is this all right? (laughs) Yeah, no. He's, he's made me 356 pounds again on camera because he wants and to I look really... I may not really... even use this, bro. This is just for micro content. You know? <laughs> I know. I'm just messing with you, man. Well, conversation's not possible. <laughs> All right, so look. Um, so so for that client who wants to be ready, right, and they have, they, they have the courage to face themselves and really look inward and say, listen, I want this but I struggled, right? Do you think extreme levels of accountability would help that person? They have the financial means to hire coaches or, so so pretty much forcing themselves, right? Mm-hmm. To, to stay accountable. Yeah. Do you think that would help? For someone who is maybe half ready, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. wanna be all the way ready. Yeah. You know, yeah. do you think that would help? Um, I do, I think that accountability, whether it even whether you're starting your journey, whether you're in the middle of your journey, whether you're maintaining it, mm-hmm. we all need a level of accountability in our lives. Yeah. I know for a fact that you have people that are in your lives as you sustain this lifestyle change that propel your lifestyle change even further yeah. with accountability. Absolutely. You know, and I know for a fact that I have that. You know, uh, my dad passed in uh, September and it was eight weeks later he was gone. And I realized I had not struggled with emotional eating for three years. Mm. I was realizing emotional eating was coming back. Mm. But the minute I realized that, the first thing that I talked to everyone about, the minute that you start falling down or you start realizing things are clicking in, you have got to reach out to your support system. And that's exactly what I did. I reached out to my support system and said, hey, I feel this is coming back. I know I'm probably going to be skipping the gym here and there. I need you to show up and push me at that time. You know, so I think that it is incredibly important to have that accountability. It's not weak. It does not make you weak. No, not at all. To have somebody, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, we all need that. And, and a lot of people struggle because it's not, you know, well, f- let me speak for myself. In my family, I'm the I'm the black sheep, you know. It, people make fun of me because of my eating habits mm-hmm. or because of how often I go to the gym. So sometimes, and a lot of people, I'm pretty sure listening can relate to this, it's kind of hard to find that support system. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think community <clears throat> is so important, right? It's so, it's so important because it, even if it's not in your family, even if it's not your friends, mm-hmm. you can find support online, yeah. right? It's okay. weird as, and, and, and uh, techie it may sound, mm-hmm. but you can legit find a community online 
and I, I want to help build those sort of communities for mm -hmm. people and I'm in the process of doing that mm -hmm. Love um, it. but a big part of your success with acquiring a healthy lifestyle is to control your environment right yes. it's a big 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 part controlling your environment and your environment it's not just the food that you bring into your home but it's the people you hang up hang around absolutely your friends and sometimes your family and that's the that's i find i find is the some of the hardest parts of the process for people is learning how to kind of put that wedge in between certain people mm -hmm. because whether we like it or not our decisions who we are is affected by the people we hang around most yeah 100 percent. yeah right and until you get to the place where you're strong enough to lead mm -hmm and be more of an influence on other people in a positive way, then you have to somehow find a way to put distance between you mm -hmm. and just find a new circle, mm -hmm. you know, level well, up your squad. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, you're talking about um, being able to, you know, mold what your surroundings look like or changing those. And I, I do, I think that it takes drastic changes in your life yes. to get there, you know? And, and I have people that ask me all the time, like, so did you go to rehab? I'm five and a half years sober now. And they said, did you go to rehab? Or I didn't go to rehab. But what I did is I found other individuals that could identify with the depths of that struggle. Mm. Not people that just said, hey, you're doing fine, just get up. It's no, not that easy. No, 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 you know, no. if I have same with a client, if I have a client that is is has a binge eating disorder, the last thing I'm going to do is say, "Hey, don't worry, just have an apple, you'll be good." No. It's not about no, no, that. No. You have got to get deeper in with your support system and accountability. And I think that um, with that, you know, comes um, yeah, just making those changes. You have got to change your surroundings. People go in and out of rehab all day long, and I know this is not about addiction, but people go in and out of rehab all day long. Dude, they're back in rehab because they leave rehab and they go right back to the same environment. Yep. You know, and unfortunately, not everybody can, quote unquote, change their environment. Mm -hmm. That's that's the hard part. You know, not everybody can change everything about their environment. Yeah, you know? it's hard. Um, and But you mentioned, see, there's a lot of parallels between substance abuse because we abuse the substance called food. Mm -hmm. You know, it's... Yeah. It, and I think it's smart for us to start treating it like an addiction yeah. because a lot of us are addicted to, to sugars and mm -hmm. to these high palatable foods, you know? So maybe <clears throat> some people, not all cases, it should be treated that way, mm -hmm. you know? And but I think more people are addicted, sorry to cut you off, but I think more people are addicted to the escape, that temporary escape from whatever their problems are. Yeah. And they wake up the next day after gorging themselves on food, after being hung over, whatever, and they're still in the same place that they were the night before, but they're even more blurred yeah. Yeah. to even handle it, right? I, I agree with you on that. I think that food addiction, I think that drug addiction is the same thing yeah. in the fact that you've got to have accountability and support system. That's a huge thing. You've also got to build a true disdain against that feeling. Yes. How do you feel the next day when you wake up and you're And you got to focus on that because a lot of the times that's the part that we don't acknowledge, right? We don't acknowledge the fact that the next day after you've, you've overeaten and drank and whatever, you don't really acknowledge. You're saying, okay, mm -hmm. you know, you, you take your Advil and that's you it. just move on, right? But no, you have to focus on the pain and you also have to focus on the, on the places. So yeah. like when you're eating well, right? and you're exercising you sleep better your mood is better you yeah. you know you your skin's clearer yeah. but a lot of the times 
th- th- those are not the victories that people acknowledge. They they're focused on the scale. Yeah. But that's not the, the <laughs> victories are not just. I hate the scale. Yeah. <laughs> I hate the scale. You know. Yeah. But but another thing I wanted to touch on. You 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 mentioned how important community is right mm-hmm. now. I don't want to speak for men in general. I don't. I I know we 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 have egos and it, it may sound a little soft. Oh, I need a I need a support system. I need community. Like no, yeah. yes, yeah. We need support. Mm-hmm. We need mm-hmm. a community. We have to let go of our egos. We have to, you know, don't feel soft. I'm speaking from experience. Me personally, I mm-hmm. felt that way. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't I don't need you know I don't need a support system you know I was trying to be big and tough yeah. and it, it felt weird saying oh I, I get support from an online community you know <laughs> but no this is a real thing and it works yeah it yeah. works yeah. it works to surround yourself with people who have goals like yours mm-hmm. who understand what you're going through mm-hmm. it makes it so much easier so much easier yeah. versus trying to do it yourself yeah. so guys listen seek community if you can't find it within your family and friends seek it online Mm -hmm. well and and you know i think that there's a i i get attacked a lot online for this for being an emotional man Mm. and you know what i say i say that it takes incredible strength to be transparent and humbly transparent with the things that you struggled with or that you currently struggle with right now and i think that a lot of people especially men it's the ego, it's the shame maybe, but it's this hard exterior that serves them absolutely no purpose. Yes. You know, you're smiling, how are you doing? No, how are you really doing? Yes, yes. You know, and, and I know with male clients, I mean, I have more female clients than males because the female clients, they're able to get really deep mm-hmm. emotionally quickly. Yeah. And what I do with the male clients though is I urge them but I really try to pull it out of them as fast as possible to be as transparent and real Mm -hmm. from day one as possible because dude I can't do the work for you or with you if you're not being real with me if you can't open up at the end of the day yeah and at the end of the day you can lie to everybody else but you are the one who's looking yourself in the mirror every single day you know and so um yeah and I do I encourage that man that transparency and I know you are very transparent with things and I think that there needs to be more of that real, raw transparency. Yeah. And I and I'm saying this for as far as influencers. You know, I'm Big saying time. this as far as people that are on social media that have a platform. You know, they've lost all the weight and they forgot where they started. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They're they've lost 120, 130, 150 pounds. They've got this following and they're telling people just get up. No, no, no. And and I agree 100. percent It takes a lot of courage to be transparent. It takes a lot of courage. Like I'm, I'm like you. I'm a very emotional person, and I'm not ashamed of that. Mm-hmm. I'm not ashamed of it. There's so much toxic masculinity in the world, man, and it's a lot of stuff that our dads and our granddads and our uncles taught us that don't serve us. Mm-hmm. It does. It doesn't serve us. So you're right, though. As quote unquote influencers, it's we have to show people that it's okay to talk about this stuff mm-hmm. yeah you know it's okay it's okay to not be okay and it's okay if you've lost all the weight and you're struggling right now whether it is with the emotional eating or bad habits that are coming back like the i believe even for me you know i shared that on social media with when my dad passed and i was struggling with the emotional eating it was coming back 
that doesn't make me weak. No. You know what I'm saying? That makes me relatable. And yeah. I think that the more transparent and relatable that we can be, we do sustain lifestyle change mm-hmm. that most people can't. Yeah. But the more relatable and the more transparent we can be, I believe that we show people that there is hope for them, that mm-hmm. they're not the only ones struggling with whatever it is. I, I talked about um, struggling with self-esteem. Bro, I still, to this day, you know, I had the skin removal surgery. I'll sit out of the parking lot of the gym and I will sit there and I will fight myself whether to go in or not because I don't know that I am fit enough. Mm. Mm-hmm. When it sounds crazy, you know, and people are like, what? You're crazy. Like, yeah. you, you look great. But dude, like that emotional, you know, fight of saying I'm not good enough. I'm not fit enough. I'm not whatever it is. Right. I think that we all want more, you know, but I think for me, it takes me not just to step back and realize where I've started, Mm -hmm. but it takes me to step back and share this with those that are that I stay accountable to in my life to be able to lift me up, you know, and and challenge me. So I like to give people some tangible action items with every single episode. Right. And I'm I'm starting to really. Uh, double down on the psychology of the process mm-hmm. and I think the first step like I said is self-awareness so if you were to give someone advice on how to develop self-awareness what would that sound like I think identify the things that you need to work on and then prioritize them but if you're not honest with yourself mm-hmm. right so th- that's the first that's, step yeah. you know <laughs> you have to you have to be courageous enough to be honest yeah. with yourself have people around you that you trust, right? Because a lot of the times you can't see it. No. You know? Most of the times you can't. Yeah, most of the time yeah. you most of the time you can't see mm-hmm. it. So to have people around you that you trust, their opinions that you, that you know that they have your best interests mm-hmm. at heart, have them help you with this. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm a big fan of writing things down. Yeah. Write it down. Yeah. You know, kind of do a uh, you know, an assessment of your life mm-hmm. and kind of dig underneath some of these emotions that you experience on mm-hmm. a day-to-day basis. Like, sure. What are the root of these, right? Ask yeah. yourself these questions. What are, what are the root of my undesirable emotions, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Or what is the root of, why do I continue to gain weight? Or why do I, yeah. uh, why can't I find consistency with weight loss or with fitness? Like, ask yourself these important questions. I think the questions you ask yourself are a big key to unlocking self-awareness. Mm-hmm. You sure. know? And then yeah. when you can honestly answer them, mm-hmm. it, it'll reveal a lot of things to 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 sure. an individual. Right. But so. and, and it, but every season you're going to be working on whatever you may have some baggage and some things you've got to work on right now. But next season, you're going to have something else. Mm-hmm. Next season, you're going to have something else. You know, and I, I think I mean, you're you're right. It does take you to be honest with yourself or yeah. with those that are around you. Like, so have your support system. Be straight up with yourself, you know, but I think that writing down the list of actions of what you want to accomplish, sorry, what the problems that you have that Mm. you need to work through, and then the other side of it is prioritizing those correctly. I think that a lot of times you want to take care and fix all of your problems and work on all of them at the same time. No, yeah. Brother, you're not getting sober and losing the weight and, and building the app and, and building the business. Yeah, and you're not yeah. doing it all at once because no. it takes every ounce of you from the depths of your soul to accomplish each one of those. Focus, right? man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, focus is super, super important. Yeah. Uh, we can't try to, yeah, that's a great point. That's a that's an amazing point. And then also like and that's why I tell people, man, you want to simplify the exercise part of things. Right. Because I think the fitness industry, especially on social media, 
they do a great job of overcomplicating <laughs> overcomplicating the process of exercise and nutrition, though. Yeah, yeah, but but what I'm saying is, I think the energy, right? We have we think about time management a lot, right? That's mm-hmm. but energy management is a real thing, and we need to intentionally manage our energy. And I think the energy is better spent on nutrition than it is. Yes, I want you to be consistent in the gym, mm-hmm. but I don't want you to use all your mental bandwidth yeah. trying to figure out how many sets and reps you should be <laughs> performing in the gym. Yeah, it's important, but it's not really important, mm-hmm. right? You don't overcomplicate. Don't overcomplicate what you're it. trying to do. It's already hard enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you've already got a gang load of stuff that you're working through that you've got to, um, and at, at the same time, I think that. Um, you know, yeah, not not just being overwhelmed. I think that it's overwhelming. The amount of information, the amount of things that's out there online, it is unreal. You should do keto or you should do carb mm-hmm. cycling. You should do get into a calorie deficit. That's it. Yes. Yeah, but even that getting into a calorie deficit, what does that even Me, mean? Yeah. You know, for most people, people oh, well, yeah. you just calculate this and that. Dude, it is not as easy as it sounds. And sometimes when I'm on social media and I'm talking about things that are trivial to me or easy to me, dude, they are difficult. Yeah. So I continue to say it over and over and over Yeah, again. but see, okay, let's t- let's talk a little bit about the calorie deficit thing. Yeah. Right? So with my clients, I always suggest tracking calories, right? Mm whether it's via an app or mm-hmm. through a journal. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I never say, you know, it's not a long-term thing. It's not something that you have to do forever or through your entire mm-hmm. process. But developing calorie awareness Absolutely. is super duper mm-hmm. important. Mm-hmm. And there's no better way to do it mm-hmm. than to track yeah. every single thing you eat. If you're not going to dedicate yourself to any part of the process, I would definitely 100% dedicate myself to tracking mm-hmm. my food mm-hmm. yeah in the beginning yeah you know because then you you have a you you know what's going into your mm-hmm. body yeah right? verse yourself in that I, yeah. I use the handful methods i say you know a handful of you know um rice is going to be the same thing as a handful of uh or half a handful of strawberries or whatever right so i go off of handful methods and i think that a lot of people i think yes you're right tracking is important understanding what you're putting in and what you know all of that is really important i will say though that if you start to use that i find that creating a really poor relationship with food because people are so fixated on a number at the end of the day they say well i've got 40 carbs left so i'm just going to eat when they're not listening to their body now however I'm not saying that it's yeah. wrong. I'm just saying yeah, that yeah, if yeah, that yeah. becomes just like the scale number, if mm. that becomes an absolute obsession and that's all you care about, you're going to struggle. You know? And you know um, what? That's that's good insight for me because then now I can change the language that I use when I'm giving that sort of instruction hmm. because you're right. I don't want you to be anal about it. But I, hmm. you know what? I do say that. No, I say to don't stress out too much about it if it's don't yeah definitely not obsess mm. about it but you, you're doing this with a with a purpose of yeah. gaining the calorie awareness Absolutely. it's not to you know turn into a, a calorie nazi mm-hmm. you know yeah. no i don't want that you know and i i can i understand how that can be you know a, a, a slippery slope mm. i get it yeah you know um but it's almost so so like all right a handful right okay if i'm a hit, it's, I'd it's say it's two, one cup. <laughs> yeah, it's it's but. two. It's like I guess, a tablespoon of peanut butter. Yeah. for instance. Yeah. Right. Okay. Is it uh, is it the 
do I scoop as much as I can get on the tablespoon <laughs> or it's it's just yeah. too gray. It's yeah. too much. No, and agreed. especially when you have clients who do, if you have clients who are trying to lose a hundred pounds, great. That that mm-hmm. kind of works. But if you have a client who's trying to lose twenty five pounds, no, that absolutely. probably won't work sure. for them. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. you have to be a little bit more specific with the yeah. calorie intake. And I think the detail, you need to be detailed. Like as a nutritionist, I need to be detailed. I, if I tell you chicken breast over chicken thighs, I have a purpose of why I put the yeah. chicken breast because the chicken thighs has higher fats. Fat. I, Whatever that is, right? I think it's important to be detailed. What I'm saying, though, is that I think it's important through the process for people to understand how to eat, to begin to eat intuitively. Yeah. And and that takes a long time. It does. It's not. It doesn't just happen. But if they can go in and they can say, you know what, I can have. I know that my lunches at this point are two handfuls of two large handfuls of carbs and three large handfuls of protein that are a lower fat source protein for lunches. Let's just say. Then at least they're not sitting there at the family barbecue not having any damn clue of how to actually do yeah. it without their scale or without their Tupperware. Yeah. I don't want clients to take their Tupperware to Thanksgiving so let me dinner, actually, man. So let me actually, no, you're <laughs> right, 100%. And it's I've just, done that stupid shit. I've done, yeah, yeah. brother, I have done that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I don't, and I don't want that for people. <laughs> yeah. but, but I think it's hard to develop the, the ability to eat intuitively if you don't have calorie awareness. Without a doubt, you know. So I it's kind of like uh, you do both, you, but yeah, exactly, you've got to go again. You and I didn't start intuitively eating from no, day one. We did. <laughs> it just doesn't happen, right? But so okay, so this is what how I'll change the language. I say, hey, the goal is for you to be able to eat intuitively, for you to listen to your body, for you to feel your way through it. But first, I want to help you develop calorie awareness, right? Yeah. So not anally but i do want you to track your food i want you to understand what your portions should look like mm-hmm. i want you to understand how you should feel when you eat this certain amount and yeah. and you know just kind of like i said develop the calorie awareness and then it's a, and then we can transition to a more flexible more yeah. lifestyle friendly <clears throat> approach sure and that's know? long term right yeah you need long term um i think that the what you're saying about learning that tracking and calorie counting and all that I I think it is it's very important to know what you're having what you you know I think one thing that I'll give that's a real applicable way to do it is if you're setting up your nutrition for yourself like your meals and things like that focus in on three things set up a, a weekly plan just for one week and focus on your hunger your energy and your digestion mm-hmm. hunger levels are you hungry every day at 4 p.m. Are your energy levels dipping at 2 p.m. every day after your body starts to click into that the meal plan? Then you start to make tweaks and adjustments. Yeah. Then you start saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to actually move that meal over at 8 p.m. because I'm starving at 9. Yeah. That is how you learn. And you're right. You have to track and understand. There's got to be a method to your madness. Yes. Or else none of this, you might lose some weight, but you will have no idea how you did it. Yep. Yep. It's tough, man. And one of the biggest takeaways, guys, is that... I want you to f- focus nutrition. You have to focus on your nutrition. That's that's it's the biggest thing. That will make you or break you. Um, we were speaking on the way up here. We're we're currently on the top of the mountain. Uh, is this a call it a mountain? I don't know. The, a hill. <laughs> the hill. Or, yeah. Um, if you forgot, I told you we're at Runyon Canyon right now in Los Angeles. But we're on the way up here, he, he uh, you were explaining that. Uh, damn, I just lost my train of thought. Hold on. What the heck was I just saying? You were when we were walking up the hill. Yeah, but you, you <laughs> when we were walking up the hill, and I was just talking about how there's got to be a method to your madness, and if okay. there's not, you're you have no idea how to. get I lost my up. train of train of thought, but fuck it, 
Um, we're gonna just keep it moving. No, but it was a good point. <laughs> Squad, forgive me. Y- y'all, y'all know how my brain works sometimes. <laughs> Edit this, please. Yeah, no, I'm not editing this. No, for what? <laughs> we're keeping it raw. All right. So no, you. Okay. You, after you said there's has to be a method to your madness. You said something else that sparked something you were talking about anyway well because if you lose the weight you have no idea how to how? lose it again say you redo do regain it i mean if there's no method mm. if it's just if you're throwing things left and right and i mean we were talking on the way up the hill about business about i mean mm. even lifestyle changes that you've got to be strategic yeah if you're not strategic you're just hoping and wishing and you have no idea what worked and what didn't yeah you know um so and i think yeah. it's important to understand what works and what doesn't for you mm. everybody's totally different don't listen to you know what's out there online and and well you know because i'll give you an example i mean sweet potato and white potato white potato fills me up more than an hour later sweet potato actually makes me hungrier an hour later when the science says that sweet potato is supposed to slow down digestion and white potato is supposed to spike your insulin no that's not my cause and effect for my body and i think yes and that's why i say i think that i think that science the science and understanding the knowledge behind nutrition is important but dude implementing it that science versus application is two totally different things two totally different things yeah i Um, agree 100 percent. all right guys i'm gonna wrap this one up man noah i appreciate where where can they find you once again and anything you got going on that you want to share man i mean i i I love what i do you know i'm a nutritionist so nutritionmanagement.com um we are both in the business to do one thing and that is to see other people change their lives and that's what i love you know i think that there's a lot of coaches and a lot of people that are online influencers that are so scared oh i don't want to give that person light because they're going to take my clients or Mm. you're not that guy and i I really appreciate that you know i I think that's where we if we're in this for the right reasons we're in this to see people's lives change not to see well you better not touch my clients you better you know and i think there's a lot of insecurity whether it's with following or whatever yeah people have scarcity mindsets man they you know but it's they're in it for the wrong reasons let's just say that i mean i don't know well, i don't judge people yeah. whatever they got going on it's on yeah. them but just know that no is the real deal <laughs> and i you know i try my best to to, to serve people man that's what makes Absolutely. me feel good yeah. at night and yeah. i'm gonna continue to do it i feel like that's where i was why i was sent here yeah period so anyway yeah. i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna I'm not going to bore you guys any further with that. (laughs) No, it's been been great. And I'm glad, you know, again, I think that there's a lot of different topics we could talk about. If you listed up a bunch of stuff, man, we could go through it. Yeah, uh, You know, back and forth. And, uh, but I appreciate the time, man. All right, guys. Until next week. Peace.